Welcome to Behind the Maker Podcast. I'm Tiff Marshan, and I'm joined by the lovely Nicole Davis from Reppin' My Hood. Today, we have the infamous Ricky TV. Ricky is from Long Island. He is a true artist, and you're going to find out that there is a lot of softness behind that hard shell. So enjoy the show, and uh, please note that it is an hour and 40 minutes on our podcast and if you want to hear the other hour and 20 minutes you can go ahead and join our new patreon where we have a special link for the full episode which is three hours in length so have a great day and uh, let us know what you think oh i should have went sexy like you you have tits and makeup and glasses and i'm like oh yeah i can have a janet jackson moment like Super Bowl. <laughs> See, I got, I got the bees. You got what? Oh, oh. <laughs> Ding dong. Hey. <laughs> Nicole almost just flashed you some under boob real quick. What? I missed it. <laughs> oh, Tiffany. <laughs> we were sitting and she <laughs> played around and then I... I hit admit without her knowing. <laughs> what was she doing? She oh. was just raising her little arm here and her shirt's a crop. So, you know. What's up, Ricky? What's going on? Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> what are you drinking? Wow. Yeah, a Diet Coke. Diet Coke? You got water? Got some water. Some That's so healthy. I have mom. I've got a jug of water. <laughs> We're prepared, and we are you prepared? Am I prepared? I'm a little. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I'm super nervous myself. Not for you. I got you for my interview next week. <laughs> what? We are um, doing um, interviews for me and Nicole. These next two episodes after you. So yeah. I'm gonna get interviewed. Um, Nicole and if she can make it, Marissa from Heat Street are gonna interview me next week for our show yeah and then um kendra from damn rad is going to interview nicole with me uh the week after oh that's genius that's a good idea that's fun yeah 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 that'd be real fun so yeah i'm feeling it so i get it yeah i'm nervous (laughs) you guys have experience (laughs) but that's that's the nice part but the spotlight's on you so it is a little bit different on that side of the table are you sure, Nicole? Because you're really well lit right now and getting a little <laughs> rosy. So blue. Look how blue it is. You <laughs> yeah, are, you, you yeah. are really blue. <laughs> I don't know what to do about that. <sighs> I keep mine kind of in the shadows because I can't have this bright light on me. I had to actually adjust all the uh, the uh, video settings because it was dark. Mine was just oh, dark. Really? The lighting in here is insane. It's like a hospital. But I adjusted, I adjust all the settings because it was, it was like, I don't know, too dark. I, don't I like know. the, you never know. I like your background though. I know. I the TV's going. I just saw the girl talk. It's awesome. <laughs> what was that stupid game anyways? Like, what the hell did you do? You, uh, I have no idea. There's dares. It's like truth or dare, basically. How did you like, like, be that one person that kept all their 80s stuff and not have your mother throw it away. <laughs> Just collecting it now. Really? Yeah. 
I got this recently with a TV. Some guy had it and he said, do you want this? I said, absolutely. <laughs> so you. I'm sure I can go to my mom's basement and get you some goods then. <laughs> I got all kinds of girl games from the 80s in there. You got, um, what's that phone one? That was the dream phone. Dream, I don't know how dream, dream phone. phone. Dream phone was the game. I've got Jem though with her, you know, rock star guitar stage. A game? That's, it's uh, not a game, which is a cool toy. I'm just bragging about my, you know, Jem guitar, you know. <laughs> Oh, I just we didn't start right, or we did. No, we are, but we're, you know we don't have to be yet. Yeah, okay, good. Let's get into the groove. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, what are you drinking? Yes, just no, the water. Me? Yeah, just the water. Just the water. That's it. Yeah. And alcohol free. I say water and, and a toothpick. You're well, all set. There's a of toothpicks over here. Yeah. So, you know. Where are you in New York? Long Island, Eastern Long Island. Long Island, so Long Island is New York. Tiff, Tiff will know it. Um, you know the Orient Ferry that goes from Connecticut, New London, no? Yeah, no, no, I know you. I didn't know that was the name of it, but yes, I know the ferry there. Yeah, that's I'm right there. We're at the very cool. end of the tip of Long Island on the north side though. Long Island's pretty cool. It's a... Uh, well, I like driving through it though, like in the summer or something and all those like the vendors out there with the fresh fruit, there's lots of like farms. You can just kind of stop, have a smoothie, grab some wine, come over here, get, get some fresh fruits and veggies. Yeah, I did that on the way home one day. That's where I live, like that stretch where it's all vineyards and- Oh, okay, so I've been by you once. That's me, then, then you get into like shitty Long Island, which is like suburbia forever. Yes, yeah, I drove from there through where you are. Yep. Probably to get home on that ferry. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't know you back then. It was for my uh, husband's best friend's wedding. <clears throat> now, I, I told Nicole, I was like, it's kind of weird because I could kind of just drive on over there and visit him. <laughs> we should have done it like live. That would have been, it's a different vibe. It's, it's like, you know, you're not talking over each other and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> that happens a lot. That sucks. You're like, uh, this is good though. And it'll happen again. Like when mm -hmm. people start going back out, I think. Yeah. Except for you're so far away. Yeah, I am where it's warm. We'll get her up here, but it's going to have to be in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> where do you live in Florida? Wesley Chapel. It's about like 40 minutes north of Tampa, an hour and a half from Orlando. Okay. An hour and a half, which direction from Orlando? West towards okay. the Gulf. I was in Fort Myers for like six months or something. Oh, that's cool. Was that during that video when you were talking and you couldn't understand what you were saying? Which video? That surf video you posted and you were like, I was over there and then I was like that and then I was like, yeah. And it was like, whoa. <laughs> that was me? You posted a video of you barely talking and I was like at a beach and it was hilarious. <laughs> And yeah. I think I had to listen to it like six times and I was trying to text you what you were saying. I don't remember it. Oh. No, that was, that was a long time ago, though. That was like 2005. Why were you over there? Just moved there. Just felt just like to try something new. Yeah, just felt, felt like getting out of here. It wasn't for me, though. I don't even know where that's at. Where it's, uh, 
golf coast and it's it's all the way down probably three quarters of the way down okay so other than that you've always been in long island no um i lived in um new york city and brooklyn for four years then i traveled across the country for four months out of, lived out of a van and then cool. settled down in san francisco for four years and then phoenix for two and then back here wow so I was gone for about 10 years and I went to college upstate New York for about four, you know, earlier, way before that. What was that for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm always curious what we actually go to college for and then what we do. Yeah, I went, I originally went to college for, I was into science. So I was doing sec, I was going to think about doing secondary education okay. and I just kept switching. Like I switched from biology to physics and then physics got like completely insane with math like antiderivatives and stuff and i was like this is just math problems it just got boring so i was gonna drop out but i was a junior and i had some kind of weird it was a scholarship but it wasn't like you know any like prestigious scholarship it was just like you know i don't know how i got it but it was cheap like i was only paying like I wasn't paying a lot a year. So I didn't want to leave college and, and just come back and work as a carpenter. I was like, fuck that. Yeah. So a bunch of like the girls I hung out with then were all doing like women's studies. And I, uh, I was like, fuck it, you know, let's do that. So <laughs> it was like a, you know, sociology major. So all the papers are just like opinions. I and like sociology a lot. Yeah, it was, it was cool, it's, but it, yeah. it, was like, uh, it was a different a different time though it was almost like a different feminism than is like what's going on now or something it's weird it feels like a lifetime ago like it's just i don't know is it wrong to be asked what year was that <laughs> uh i went to college in 99 and then okay. I in 2004 all right we're like the same age then yeah i'm you know 81 you guys mm -hmm. are yeah 82 so yeah 82. january you're 83 yeah sweet so what did you do when you were in san francisco um for work or for life or for, for everything work? for everything um well i worked as a carpenter forever All right that was my job job where'd you get those skills though like or did you just join when you were young and kind of learn on the job my dad's a carpenter. He's always been a carpenter, a builder. Oh, okay. Um, so during winter break and summer break for uh, when I was at college, I just started working with them because I was getting paid a lot. And I never wanted to do it. It's one of those things where like, I was like, definitely not doing that ever. Um, but it paid so well. So I started doing that with him. And then when I got out of college, my degree was, I wasn't going to do anything in feminism. You know what I mean? So I was just like graduated and it just went right back, right, right to work for him. Um, yeah. He was doing that. And then we had a big falling out because he's an asshole. And um, that's when I moved to Florida to kind of like escape. Get and get a break. A yeah. Uh, then I ended up moving back and after six months and getting a job with a different guy forever. And then I moved to Brooklyn and, and the same thing. I, I worked as a carpenter all the way till you know, 2018. So you did the carpenter, you did the carpentry work in San Francisco and that was your job job. And then what was your life job? Life job? Well, like, life job. <laughs> like, what did you do? Like, 
Like, what was your She's like? She's nervous. Life? I am nervous about that. She's nervous. Give her a break. I'm nervous too. Um, I don't know. Life in in San Francisco, like San Francisco, is such a killer city. Um, you know, it's like 65 year round. I mean, the summer is kind of cool. cool. Just a cool climate, a cool city. It, it looks cool, but. I wasn't like, I didn't have a ton of fr friends or I didn't do too much. It was just me and my, and my uh, ex at the time. I mean, well, my wife at the time, ex now. Uh, we just, you know, my cousin was there. We hung out with her. I, I got and whoever you did construction with, I'm assuming. What's that? Did you like bond with the people that you were in construction with or is that more just work? Yeah, but I, we didn't really, I didn't really hang out with them too much. I don't, I don't yeah. know. It's kind of like, yeah, I had a bunch of guys my age. We were all friends and we were all finished carpenters. And we were working on some killer houses in San Francisco. Like giant, we were working from for like uh, Dolby, you know, Dolby, the surround sound guys. Oh, oh yes. Yep. That family and a bunch of other, and the houses were insane. They're, you know, billionaires. I bet they're known for, yeah. Oh, yeah. California housing, right? Details. Yeah. And that's just a, such a cool city. It was just annoying because it was like, I finally moved over there and it's been like, a, it was like a dream as a kid, you know, moved to San Francisco. It's just like a cool, yeah. you know, skate kid. So like San Francisco was a skate Mecca. And um, I got there and then it's like, I wanted all my, it was just, a, it was a great place to live. And I wanted all my friends to move out here. Like, let's go, let's do this out here. Yeah. You know? It just, you know, nobody, they would have been- It's hard for people to leave their family. I think like, I know that's my problem. Like. I would love to go somewhere else, but I'm like, I've got all this support right here. <laughs> yeah, once you have kids, it's a different. That's why we moved back. Yeah. Like we had to. We absolutely just yeah. had. To. Raising kids are hard. It's just really hard. Yeah, you, you need you, you need the grandparents. You absolutely you do. Need. I mean, well, yep. I mean, and and Nicole's like five thousand kids. Like if one <laughs> is sick, like that's it. Now you're like, you know, four thousand and ninety nine. <laughs> 999 okay franchise going on over there it feels like it <laughs> little corporations running around i just think of her grocery bill that's all i think of <laughs> <laughs> they're not young anymore they're starting to actually eat i'm sure <laughs> they do yeah <laughs> so, well, so i don't know how you did twins that's just madness to me <laughs> It was really rough. It still is really rough. <laughs> I talk about it. it. It's it it took me down. Yeah. Yeah. How, yeah. how old are they too? They're 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 gonna be five in March. Oh, yeah. It's finally wow. like I can breathe a bit more because yeah, they're getting into shit. Get their own, put their own clothes on and. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's a graduation. I'm like a drill sergeant in the morning. You can put your undies on. Get those undies on. I can't do it. No, just hold them this way. <laughs> I use the big girl card all the time now. Yes, you have to. <laughs> we're, we're trying to like wean them off of like having us lay down with them at night in bed because they like want mommy to cuddle for like that and make, you know, don't leave until I'm sleeping. And I'm like, well, once you hit five, you can't have your mom in your bed anymore. And they're like, what? Yeah. The, the police, just make up shit <laughs> that's it just send mommy to jail so it's like mm -hmm. yeah exactly i'll get arrested this is wrong <laughs> she's still sleeping with me she doesn't even sleep in that bed i made her no that thing is so awesome. that is such a sweet build 
I gotta cut it off at six. At six, that's it. She's going in her own bed. She's a big girl. That's oh, it. she's five right now. Yeah, she'll be six in June. Okay. Too much. She sleeps with me. It's too much, you know. Yeah. Kinda yeah. Like it. <laughs> it's adorable. I was talking to Nicole the other day that sometimes it's not even them who wants to fall asleep together though, and I'll just like I'm really tired and I want to pass out. So easy with a kid. Mm. They just put you right to bed. <laughs> I used to try to, I used to have these grand, these grand plans where she was sleeping in her own bed when she was three. And I would have these grand plans like, all right, I'm going to put her to sleep and then I'm going to go in the shop and work. And I had this, all these cameras set up and everything. It was perfect. Yeah. Uh, but then I would fall asleep in the bed with it and that was it. Yeah. I slept through Walker Woodworks uh, original uh, interview because I fell asleep with the kids. And then my husband fell asleep with the other kid. Like <laughs> we both passed out. <laughs> it, I woke up at 9.20 and I just remember going like, <gasps> and then just start texting, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I slept for like an hour and a half past it. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I was like, shit. <laughs> it happens, but you ready to start? Yeah, start, yeah. Start, start, even well, though we already did. Say some of those stories again, huh? <laughs> those... I'm just loving, first of all, all the hype that we built for this tonight because I was stoked. I know you were excited. Nicole was excited. Like, but then everybody else is starting to catch it. <laughs> like, the I don't know if you saw Patrick's video. The fact you, that I was on so many videos, so many podcasts, like my name came up was just like, it was getting, it was getting ridiculous. I mean, I fucking loved it. You know, like, I'm a little, yeah. you know, statistic. I was loving it, but uh, it was, it was, it was definitely funny. Yeah. Well, I just can imagine you like standing and listening and then just like, <laughs> like, just got a quick smirk, like, yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for come up sometimes too, but like, I want to get a mention you're like. <laughs> you're a loved man, Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> it shows that we all kind of like love the same group of people. Like there's just a tight community that we have. Yeah, it's crazy. I just feel like we, like we, it feels like we hang out even though we don't, you know, yeah. even physically yeah. you know, I feel like I'm I know these people like uh, seriously some of these people I talk to more than like my best friends yeah I tell my husband that all the time yeah Not. yep I like my Instagram friends oh yeah yep. and the community is so fucking supportive it's amazing yeah, yes. yeah it is. It feels so good we and got this, the most questions for you like to get to know everyone deeper it, there's so much value in that and and you like you, I just get inspired listening and you, and I don't know, it's just awesome. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. Now that's very sentimental and I love it, but Mary <laughs> fuck kill is what we're yep. playing here. That is how we're going to start it off. It's better, it's, let's do real people on this one. Oh, it's not real people. This is from uh, Dan at Sandlot Creative. He wants to know who would you marry, who would you fuck, and who would you kill? Driftwood, walnut, or hard maple? Mm. I'm killing driftwood. Done. Tired of working with that shit. It's like brittle. It's um. I'm not gonna fuck. I'm fucking walnut. I guess. I guess that's a tough one. Definitely a tough one. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck walnut because it's so hot and it smells like <laughs> so fucking good. And then maple, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with her because she's versatile. You know, I could like 
dye her in different ways and stuff. So there's like more that you dye a lot of maple. Yeah. She could be a different color, you know, you know, any day of the week. She's a chameleon. Yeah, I'll keep her around. <laughs> Very nice. Oh, that was a fun question. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I got to open up with that one. <laughs> that was a good one. Who would you put on for the real people? Ricky? I don't know. I was hoping you guys would do that for me. <sighs> Susan Sarandon. I don't want to. Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> I was going like old 1980s. Like Susan Sir. That's who you kill. Obviously, it's clear. And Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. That's a fact. Right? <laughs> I was trying to stick with the retro theme here. <laughs> the Gordy Weaver. No. <laughs> Cartoon characters. I don't, like uh no, no, that wouldn't work. She is the gatekeeper or the key master. <laughs> um, what's the love story between you and Andrew? I mean, he kind of told it. He told it pretty well. You know, it's the same thing. I think Lizzie posted one of his posts. I don't remember which one it was. I checked it out. And he, you know when you find those people that are like, they have a similar style to you on Instagram? Mm-hmm. And just like instant, it's instant bond, instant love, you know? I, so I, I sent him a message like, uh, I don't remember, something like that, where we have similar styles. Like, this is going to be a, this is going to be a fun follow. And then the ball was just, you know, rolling. Mm-hmm. And then when we did the collab, that's like, it was almost like a no brainer. I was like, oh, you know, we got to work together. And, and, and Lefty told that story too, where mm-hmm. he mentioned that I saw the collab and I was like, what is this? He's like, it's, it's a collab. And then I instantly sent, uh andrew a message like yeah we're gonna we gotta destroy these people and then and then uh lefty was like uh are you gonna team up with andrew and destroy us or whatever it was, it was perfect timing it was so fun yeah he messaged me after he did that with you guys because you know him and i were partners and i was just like well we've got second place I, you know like we're not coming in first man it's not happening yeah. i can't believe what we did in that in that short period of time that yeah, was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. I, I had that for five days. That's wow. it. We were late. It, remember, it was only like a month long. Yeah, we needed that extension. I ha- we had to take time too because life had just changed. I sent it to him. I sent it to him after five days, like rushing. I was working like that's when I used to. That was before Lizzie, and I was working like sixteen-hour days. Like yeah. if I didn't have Coda, I was in here for sixteen hours easily. So it was one of those weekends where I, where I didn't have Dakota and I just worked straight through, sent it to him. And then they, they slowed down the competition. He had it for like fucking three months. He's dropping all this <laughs> fucking content with it. And I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> he did. <laughs> oh, but you guys like crushed that, crushed that competition. He made some really cool videos too at the end, just like oh. the presenting of it. I love the way he does the lighting and everything. And I almost, I almost cried when he sent that reveal. Like it was, I was blown away. Like that might have been the first thing he did. That was like, I mean, he he does he does great work, but that was like the like, like he as, as a pro it was a total. I think yeah, he kind of showed us like I know what I'm doing. I'm a professional. I've done this before, type of thing. I was blown away. Yeah. That was cool learning about him too. Like, and that, that, like, he actually did have a career making videos and he still kind of does with 
his current job. So it is kind of see, you kind of see like that little peak of their day job oh, coming in. Of his fucking talent with that. Yeah. It's so inspiring. It is. All right. Kyle Foot from Footwork Woodworking wants to know when did you get started with the B sides? Like what inspired that to start? Oh, I don't know what started that. It was almost right away. Yeah. Uh, I did. I used to go to a lot of flea markets and, and stuff when I lived in San Francisco. And then when I moved to Phoenix, I just kind of was doing it there. Um, and that's when I really kind of started this whole thing was in Phoenix. Uh, but I love flea markets and I love vintage stuff. So I would just grab like, you know, old comics. So like if I could find wrestling mags, like whatever I could find, I grabbed it. And then I don't remember the first sign. I'd have to look back on pictures, but I just thought it'd be funny to, to put like some old ads on the back. Cause I had these old ads I was saving and they were so cool. I was like, I got to show yeah. these. Like, uh, so I just put it on the back and then I don't know where B-side came from, but that just like came out of nowhere. It's like serendipity, you know, it makes so much sense. Uh, <laughs> and then that was it. I, I was doing them definitely in like the first signs, like the first signs I've ever made, I was doing B-sides. That's awesome. Were those the, the bedroom B-side? signs? Oh, what was that? <laughs> that whole talking over thing thing. <laughs> what was the first B-side? Yeah, what was the first B-side? I don't remember. I really don't remember it. I definitely did this sign for Lucharitos, which was like a comic book one. And the back, I think I did a bunch of wrestling mag stuff. That's I had cool. a collection. I, I just bought it. I saw it on eBay and I bought it. And I just had it and waiting to use it. I still have a ton of it. It's like 80s wrestling uh, WWF mags. Those were so wild too with the face paint. The, the best B-side. Wrestling I, was cool. Best B-side material I've ever had is um, teen mags. 1988 and 87 like, like teen, teen mags. Beat like teen beat? Yeah. I, like, have, I wrote to Matthew McConaughey from Teen Beat and he sent me a thing back like way back in like the nineties. And I wish I would have kept it. I don't know where it is, but it has it's like, it's like treasure chest. It was, <laughs> I, it was from team beat. Like if you write to them, remember that? I wonder if it's probably just some like, intern writing. Probably, notes. it was probably just stamped, but it was still yeah. like. That's funny. Yeah. You got to reply, that's all that matters. Mm. It didn't just go away. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Patrick what? wants to know how strong your fingers are. Come on, Patrick. From, from Pine Barren Woodworks or Ballot Works. <laughs> you got to come find out. Oh, I think he saw that. He heard that. He's going to like that. <laughs> he's in Jersey. Yeah, he's not far away. Everything's three hours out here. It is. He might be four. Who knows? Where did you start out before you did your great escape? Tell us more about that. About the road trip? Yeah, the the 119 day, 18,000 mile adventure. Like what What was the story behind that? Yes. So um, it's just that wanderlust. Like everybody has that, like I wanna travel the country kind of thing, I feel mm -hmm. like. Um, I had that forever. And then was working a lot of just, you know, working jobs that suck. <laughs> and, and I was kind of just like getting tired of it. And me and my um, wife, I don't know, how, what are we, I'm just gonna call her Jill. Her name is Jill. It's just easier to explain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me and Jill were dating for a while, but we were on and off. And then we, we split up at a point and I had that feeling, you know, when you break out of like a, like a, a two year relationship, you're kind of just, you feel like you just want to be free. 
Freedom. I'm going on a road trip. Fuck it. Like I'm saving yeah. money and I'm doing it. Like it's it's just it's it. I'm I'm just setting my mind on it. I'm doing it. So like I bought a van. I started renovating it. The guy who I used to work with used to work on boats, so he helped me like totally do like do the whole interior. Um, and then I was just set on it. And then me and her got back together, and um, I was still like assholey contemplating going by myself anyway <laughs> but eventually it just it just you know made all the sense in the world and i'm glad we went together it it was like a it was a really awesome experience and it would have been a, like a weird one alone i say it's nice having a buddy for that kind of stuff yeah and it's almost like when you do something like that you need someone to to like the memories aren't solid unless they have something to like somebody else to share it with. Yep. It's almost like it didn't happen because you would just be like, oh, yeah, and maybe not now because you'd have Instagram, so you'd have it all live and everyone would be watching it. But then it was like, if you did something like that, nobody yeah. kind of, nobody, you'd have nothing, no, no experience. Nobody would know, you know? Yeah. It didn't happen. Like it's a dream. I get that. Yeah. Road trips are fun. So you set out and then where did you, like what, what point did you start from? um we started on long island but we decided to skip the entire northeast because we live here we've done it you know um so and we all drive through florida because we you know we both been down there and i was like all right whatever so we actually zigzagged the the maps on the website but we zigzagged the whole country like like back and forth and up to and the whole plan was after we do that was to just find a city and just settle down in that city like pick one but uh, san francisco was always like the target so wait, so you went out on the journey to San Francisco and then that's where you ended up? Yeah, straight cool. from the road. It was four months on the road. And, uh, we were kind of like, we were kind of like set on, on San Francisco, but we were like, if any, any other city like wows us, that's the one we'll pick, you know? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's awesome. Austin almost did it too. Austin was so fucking cool. I think if it was like, we went there and it was... September, August, it was hot. And if it wasn't <laughs> that hot, if, if we if we probably hit it in October, we might have moved there. Yeah. It's just such a cool city. That's my problem with places too. I can't handle hot. Like I just would not be fun. The fucking Phoenix and, and it was like a hundred yeah. So. No, yeah, no, thank you. It was actually nice. Like I've had worse, I don't want to say worse because it's 120 is pretty brutal, but you know. 90 degrees out here is killer. Like mm -hmm. 90 degrees there is a joke. It's nice. It's breezy. It's yeah. yeah it's a different. It's weird. The humidity that kills us. Yeah, it's it's crazy how much of a difference that actually makes. He's like, I love 90. Well, I do, but you do learn to acclimatize. It yeah. takes it takes probably about three years actually. Like Oof. people who like move here, their first like winter, they're just dying. Like, <laughs> well, the first summer actually, they're dying. So. Yeah, I was there in the summer. It, it's not that bad. I mean, I, I'm like, I hate when people say that. Oh, I'll take cold over over hot any day. Bull fucking shit. Those people are such fucking liars. I hate when people say that because I say it all the time. If it's 95 degrees, it's uncomfortable. If it's 10 degrees, there's there's a physical pain. Like your body slows down, and there's a physical pain. It's not discomfort. It's like <laughs> you're dying. You, yes. Your body yes. You are dying. We like the cold in our nice, warm, heated houses. Yeah. <laughs> I have my AC on tonight. <laughs> I got the fire going in here. It's not even that bad either, but I got the fire going. I like yeah, my house is actually pretty nice today. It's like 47 degrees out. It's like, 
That's summer in the winter here. <laughs> it was like 40 to 40 today. It was nice. I had my window yeah. down. Oh, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was 83. I had my windows down too. <laughs> oh, fuck. I do miss that though. I do miss it. Yeah. You know what's really weird? When you're in Florida and it's like 90 and you're driving down the highway, you roll your windows down. It's nice. When you're in Phoenix and it's 90 or like 100, you roll the windows down. It's like a fucking blow dryer. It's so <laughs> weird. It, it's hot air coming in. <laughs> like growing up on the East Coast, you don't you don't realize that because no matter what the temperature is, no matter how humid it is, you roll the windows down, the air is cool. Right, exactly. It's not cool there. It's fucking smoking hot. <laughs> it's funny. I couldn't survive. Arizona is an interesting landscape too with like the lack of grass and like everybody has like rocks as their front yard. And everything is beige. Everything across the whole landscape. <laughs> Beige houses, beige fucking vent. Everything's stucco. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, Ricky. You know, moving up from San Francisco was fucking expensive. I lived in Brooklyn, it was expensive. Moving from there and going to a place where, like, it was just so cheap and there was just endless, like, everything you needed was close. It was parking, all this stuff that we, when you live in a city, they don't have. Yeah. That was I, I definitely valued that about Phoenix. And there was like, like, fan, like exotic wood shops. Like I had two of them, you know? Like here, I got to drive two, three hours to see that, you know? Yeah. Um, I want to know like what Oak and Feather asked if you've ever had a desk job. No way. No way. <laughs> like ever? Because no. I could not imagine you, poor soul. <laughs> I started working when I was 14. My dad said I had to get a job. And I was working as a dishwasher. Um. And then I quickly got out of that because that was just disgusting. It was horrendous. Yeah. We go home and we were like shitty little skate kids then. So you just get soaking wet. You can't help it. And it's dishwater. So it smells horrendous. And we, I would just skate like that. I would just get off work. And where we skated was right behind that place. We would just start skating. Smelly kid. Yeah. It was like a 14 year old piece of shit. Like, and it was like 94. So it's like grunge shit too. It's like, that was like on a cool. <laughs> anyway, then I quickly moved to the supermarket, worked there for my whole high school, uh, career and then what department wait wait what department that's important started in produce and i switched to, to stock boy i was like he's totally a produce guy <laughs> <laughs> uh, those fuckers are always in the back like throwing fruit around and throwing the dumpster. yeah i know i was a front end worker i was a cashier and supervisor and then i have to go to produce to find the guys what are you guys doing throwing dumps like the fruit in the dumpster and watching it explode yeah that's ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> and like eating watermelon and stuff yeah <laughs> and then i was a carpenter i was a carpenter forever you know all deep into fucking 2018 that's cool so that. what what did you start making that made you want to make like art was it nursery signs i think like, I, i'm saying nursery signs but i mean they're your style nursery signs uh i don't know the, I, I built my van that was the first thing i built that wasn't like construction and then like, the whole interior. Then I made at the same time I made a friend's kid like a like a rocker. Okay, the dinosaur one. No, just like a rocking chair. Oh, okay, early that was like 2011. Gotcha. When Dakota was born, I just I just started making like I made her crib, and then I wanted to make her a name sign, and and that was like 2015. So like you know those names like homemade name signs were kind of coming in then. 
Mm -hmm. So, you know, I made her one and then I made a friend's kid one and then, then it, then it just started rolling fast. And that's what, you know, that's what I did with all my free time was just go into the the garage and, you know, just experiment and fuck around. And I didn't even know scroll saws. Like I was using a jigsaw and then my buddy from San Francisco came by and he was like, you should get a scroll saw. And I'm like, what, what is that? You know, he's like, that's kind of like a, more like a crafty thing. It would fit in with what you're doing. So I got one and then I was like, no, looking back, like yeah, tiny letters and everything. And, um, and, but I didn't know the, I didn't know the culture existed then. I didn't, I didn't discover the culture until like 2018. Same with me. Yeah. Yeah. I was I on Facebook. <laughs> it's not like Instagram at all. <laughs> what was that? I was on Facebook a lot, like because people, local people, were buying at first. Yeah. So I was doing my thing on Facebook, and I didn't even think about Instagram for business at all at that time. And I felt like I lost so much vo- like valuable time on there. You know, yeah, people grew at that time, like they were hitting yeah. at that time. And I was just, I had my my normal account, and I would just post, you know, all types of stupid shit on there. Um, I didn't make the business count until yeah, 2018. And that's when I was discovered all these like other people using scroll saw and everything. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is sick. That's cool. So who inspires you? <sighs> a lot of people. Um, I kind of get inspiration from everything. Even just people who are like amped up doing something has nothing to do with scrolling. Like it just gets me amped up when people are like passionate about stuff and, and like going after it. Uh, but as far as scrolling and stuff goes, I don't know. There's a bunch of like, I have an affinity for like skateboard art for some reason. So there's, there's like skateboard scroller guys that I just, I'm fucking in love with their, their work. I just love anyone who's doing something different. Like I, to get inspired, it's got it for me. It's gotta be something that's like, you know, somebody's doing something that other people aren't doing, you know? Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, Akeem Bean, I think that's his name. Damn, he's no. really cool skateboard art, like really cool shit. Um, he's, he'll use like both sides with the grip tape and the collars. It's just fucking killer. And then there's a guy in Germany, Greg Arts, who did like a Jurassic Park skateboard. Did you see that? He carves it no. and, and uses resin. It's, it's, I've seen it just because I've seen it on your page. Yeah, it's, 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 it is in, it's like museum level insane. Yeah. It's all fucking inspired. Really neat. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's hard to think off the cuff, but there's a lot of people. I, and there's, I just get inspired just by hard workers. Like, uh, Christina from naturally made by hand, like she's fucking hustling all the time. And, and yeah. there used to be like, you know, she, she's my ride or die. We used to always like, you know, be talking in the middle of the night, like about work and, and throwing ideas back and forth and stuff. Um, but now, you know, now, now that I'm all wifeyed up, I, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't pull those same hours anymore. And I, I watch her. Fuck. Like I get like, Ah, I want to get back in it, you know. <laughs> Just gotta pump those messages out during the day. Yeah. What was your first CD? I'd like to know that. The first CD? Yeah. By the Lightning. Which one? By the Lightning, Metallica. Oh. So good. I was trying to think what mine was. I think it was like Boys to Men or something. I don't know. It was something 90s, some Paula Abdul or something. I don't know. Mariah Carey. That was mine. And my first tape was Ace of Bass. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> Actually, I think, 
Ride of Lightning hurt. hate. I remember I asked my aunt one year to get me two CDs, and it was uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch and Naughty by Nature. Oh. <laughs> Naughty <laughs> by Nature was brutal. Yeah. What was your first tape, Tiff? My first tape? I, I don't know, honestly. It's got to be in the R&B hip-hop area, I would assume. But I do remember my first DVD, and that was Top Gun. Nice. Top DVD. Gun and the cutting edge. <laughs> I had to get the cutting edge. <laughs> mm, I don't my first DVD. You ever watch those movies that you, like, you watched when you were, like, five or six or whatever? I watched Batman, like, a, like a while ago. And I knew every single word, but I didn't know I knew every single. There's a ton of movies that I know. Yeah, I knew. It comes back. This one is just, it, it was like ingrained because like Dakota will watch the same movie over and over. Oh, that makes sense. But it, it really gets like ingrained. It does. No, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I definitely like grew up and just constantly watching like horror movies or just like 80s romantic comedies. Mm -hmm. The night to go to bed. And I must have seen the same movie, you know, over a hundred times, like those movies. And now if you flick it on, yeah, it's, it comes right back. But it's weird when it's a kid's ones, because it's like, you don't like, I didn't know I knew Batman until I put it on. And I was like, like before they would say the word, I would say it was almost like an out-of-body experience, you know? <laughs> you know what I, you know, it was really cool one time too. I have all these, you know, you have these songs that bring back nostalgia. Well, I, mm -hmm. I have these like songs that have like a very deep seated nostalgia and one day I was on Facebook and somebody had like the best songs in 1984 or whatever. And I was listening to them and every single one of those songs was on that list. And I was thinking, shit, I was a baby. Yeah. How do I know this? Must've been hearing those songs like in the car driving with my mom or something. And they're like deeply ingrained. That's awesome. Bring like a different level of nostalgia than mm -hmm. like you know, the stuff I listened to when I was eight or 12 or, or 16 or whatever. It's like, a, it's like a, just the intro like puts me like a weird, you know, weird, it gives me like a weird nostalgic feeling. It's crazy. Why do you, I think you know, like I keep my art in that realm. Like I love painting stuff from the eighties and nineties. Like love it. Dipping into nostalgia. Like that's like, yeah. that's thing. it's just like, you know, Kevin and I are um, doing like an eighties mashup crazy thing for the contest this year. So uh, we're doing another, I, I already kind of gave it like a little peek of the say anything, <laughs> Yes. but I'm like so excited to like get it going. I've been like tweaking the drawing every day, moving things just slightly before I send them to files. <laughs> oh, fuck, we got to get started, man. I mean, Andrew, like yeah. we have an idea and, and like we have a lot of high, we have high hopes, high expectations. Like, you know, we're insane. And like and like content we're like it's way too insane but i don't the time you guys are so good and <laughs> don't have the fucking time no it, kevin and i are just like what movie you like and like we just like flinging that like very minimal effort has gone into this with like talking to each other uh -huh. i just had one night where i just was like super focused and like i'm gonna draw tonight and then i just like made this crazy complex thing that i had to simplify afterwards nice but yeah i went for it did he have any input on that or not really he gave yes we picked the movies together and then we talked about our favorite scenes in them that's dope oh. yeah so we both were like oh this is my favorite scene and this is my favorite scene so we kind of blended them together this season's like built for content too it's yeah like built for content. yeah yes fuck i wish i had more time this sucks like this i have to put in so much so many hours on my on my projects that it's just yeah like, 
I'll carve out some time. I'll figure it out. Well, like you said too, you don't work your crazy hours anymore either. You're living yeah. like kind of, I'll say a more normal lifestyle <laughs> now <laughs> where you stop and actually, you know, you're there for someone else and, and she's there for you, which is nice. Yeah. I mean, it's great. I love it. But, um, you know, you definitely miss those, those long nights. Mm-hmm. Believe and, me, I wish I could stay up all night and not have to get up for work, like at the crack of dawn, you know? You know what I benefit from is like being divorced. It, it's like <laughs> part-time father, part-time, like yeah, normal, normal person. Like right now, tonight I don't have to worry about anything. You know, I'm just like a, a free man. <laughs> <laughs> half the week I'm a free man, half the week I'm a father, you know? And I'm one-on-one father, which is like, it's almost better. It's your experience with her. Yeah. yeah. It's just me and her and it's just, it's us, you know? That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I like how you always involve her. It's nice to see. She's in that case. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I, I go, she'd be perfect for my son. You're like, no, she'd eat your son. <laughs> eat your son. She's like, she's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> guess what she wants you know like not, not with me like i'm the probably the one of the only dis, like disciplinarians in her life but you know she runs my ex yeah i can see that you can see she can have that charm and then flip it <laughs> she's like she'll be really really sweet but she's always like trying to get what she wants and she's hard she's a hardcore chick my son Easton told me the other day, you cannot talk to me like that. I want a juice box and that is what I'm going to have. And I'm just like, okay, all right, mister. I'm almost five. <laughs> yell at you for what I want. <laughs> so, <laughs> Darling children. I say they're all not, uh, you know, quiet little princesses and princes. <laughs> Nightmares most of the time. Exactly. Those cute moments you kind of like, that's what, that's why I like sleeping with mine. They're so cute when they're quiet. When they're sleeping. I, I, mm -hmm. Oh, sweet. Because mm -hmm. mo most of the day, they're just savages. Yeah. Finally fall asleep. It's just like, and they're so fucking sweet. <laughs> yeah. I do the whole creeper stare, like just sit there and stare like, he's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, peace <laughs> sneak on out <laughs> i take it off like ah. exactly no i have to come out of the room and i seriously have like i sound so old when i get out i'm like okay all right wake up wake up you can do it like get up woman <laughs> bedtime is a good oh time. man totally agree there i never was like that but now i'm like i need sleep yeah the kids they wrecked me i wouldn't change it what well, you were talking about, Christina. Oh, oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. I would say Christina wants to know gummies or chocolate. That was one of her inputs. Mm, you ever have chocolate covered gummy bears? God, no. That's where it's at. <laughs> chocolate covered gummy. I need a chocolate. I don't know. I'm not a candy queen. You're not a candy queen? I'm not. <laughs> I fucking love it. I've got this whole, I had braces when I was young and like I had to stay away from candy because it would like rip off the braces. So I've kind of had like an aversion to it ever since. Like I just like taste delicious, but I'm like teeth. Mm. Shit, yeah. Well, I had braces too. These aren't natural, you know, and they're beautiful, but 
They, yeah, there was work that needed to get done for that. I feel like everyone had braces though, at some point. Yep, I had the braces. So have you had any Easter candy yet? Easter candy? No, I should though. Cadbury eggs. Uh, definitely took it on it. My candy stash is low right now. I need, I need to re-up. Yeah. For sure. Same, same. I had some- well, I kind of want to know what's the eggs we're going to cook. Some what? Yeah, Easter peanut Easter butter eggs. Easter peanut butter eggs. Nice. I hate those fucking Cadbury eggs. Who eats those? Oh, I like the Cadbury what? eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I do like them. But you can only have one and then it gets all over you and it's just pure sugar. But I do like those. I don't eat peeps, but yeah, peeps are whack too. A lot of Easter candy is pretty bad. Yeah. It just looks cute. Yeah. That's that's purpose. What else, Ricky? What else you want to talk about today? There's so much. Um, what, what do I want to talk about? Yeah, I want to know what you want to talk about today. I don't know. Don't you ask me questions. I like that better. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just go off on the long tangents about All right, Nicole, ask a question. The pressure's um, on. What's your favorite build that you've made and why? Um, Dakota's bed is like one of my favorites for sure. Um, but recently it's gotta be the Times Vintage uh, Vanity, the Times Vanity. That thing was like, feel so proud because we designed something that was like old, you know, and then like made it happen. I don't know. It was just, that one was like a dream come true. You took a building that was just a building and turned it into something. You know what I mean? Like it's an experience yeah. now. We took that's... This that was like just hideous. And then we had this idea where she was, she was complaining one night about she didn't have like a, a good spot for jewelry and she can't sell it because she doesn't have any, it's not a good spot. So I was like, Oh, maybe you should take like an old vanity and like soup it up to make it a jewelry stand. And then it just kept going and going and going and, and spinning and then we out. Could do this, and then we could do this. Um, and then going to like, I like to go deep into Pinterest, like find like the area that we're working in and just keep going, going and going and, and listen to music that fits that time period and just get so deeply involved that like, I'm just like living and breathing that time period. That's cool. Um, and then we just kept slowly designing and that one was like a, definitely a full collab. She, like her, the rainbow thing was her idea um, and, you know, a bunch of different elements, but, you know, and then just to make it happen in that, it was like, a, I think it was a month, like just to, to make it happen. And it was just, and it's that. How did you guys connect? Like, were you guys friends before? Like, how did you get this opportunity? No, I moved back here and it was funny. Cause like, you know, it's a small town. I live in a small town in Eastern Long Island and you know, a small town, you know, big fish or whatever. So, you know, I was, I was popular and, and then I left. And then when I come back 10 years later, there's all these new people. There's like, cause my town is also like coming up in a way. Cause it's like, it's a, it's like a tourist spot. And there's like a mm -hmm. lot of rich people in the city are buying houses out here. So it's like, it's growing tremendously. Uh, so it's like this whole art scene now and everything. And I come back and there's all these people that I don't know that are like the cool people. And they're like, <laughs> artists of the and I'm kind of like fuck these people because I would like see them you know and then they they would just treat me like like they wouldn't treat me like anything but it, in my head they would just be I was like, gonna say oh. the story you produced in your head I'm sure <laughs> they would 
like, I, like, I don't know you. So if I came up and I was just like, hey, whatever, they would just be like, I don't know. I don't know this guy, you know? And I kind of, and I, I always get annoyed. Cause I'm like, this is my fucking town. This is my hometown. You know what I mean? Like you better fucking know me. So like, yeah. It had this like angst where like, I want to prove something to them or whatever. But anyway, Lizzie had this uh, vintage shop and it was just so cool. Like I love vintage. Like that's just my thing. So I got in there and I was like, oh, man, the potential in this place to do like really cool shit. Like this would be amazing. And I, and I would tell people like, yeah, I really want to work with her, blah, blah, blah. And at the time she, you know, she had a boyfriend and everything. And, um, but not that that would stop us from working together. But then she reached out at one point to do just like a sign out, out front for vinyl. So I made her that vinyl sign. And then I, when I went in there, her dressing rooms were hideous. They looked like outhouses. And I was like, <laughs> we need to do these dressing rooms. We need to blow them out to like, you know, all these crazy walls. Like, let's just like go crazy. Um, but nobody, nobody can like, a, like afford me or think they can afford me. So they're kind of just like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. But you know, um, so then eventually she had this whole big breakup and everything and her life was like spinning out. And then she was debating whether or not to move to California and all, and all this shit. And then I was, I came in at that exact time. I just finished this massive project where I did that, um, at the Mexican restaurant where I did that whole big greenhouse. Yeah, the big archway. She saw it and she was like, oh, she commented on it. And I was like, let's do your dressing room. So I was like, let's do them. You know, and I just kept put, I just kept pushing her. <laughs> and she was like, fuck it, let's do it. Um, and I, and, you know, and then it just, you know, the ball stars were, we're like working together and she's single. It's like, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> I have to come by again to look over this design plan with you. Do you have time? That's <laughs> awesome. Started the project, you know? <laughs> You guys seem to match very, very well. It's, it really is a like a perfect fit. And then it was like, I never had that. We start, we painted the stripes together. I never had that experience where like you're collabing with someone, but it's also like romantic, you know? That was just like a totally different experience and, and took me to like a different level of creating. It was like really interesting, you know? That's cool. cool. And then she like left on a, on a, she went, she had this road trip planned and I was still working on the dressing rooms and she just like left during it. And I like surprising was a, a, way more like, you know, like s missed her more than I thought I would. Yeah. Kind of, you felt a little lonely there. I'm like a cocky asshole. Like most of the time, <laughs> <laughs> but then I was just like, Whoa, like I miss her way more than, than expected. Um, and a part of it was like the project wasn't finished. Like we were just getting into the, like, I was just starting to do those, the flower wall and the butterfly wall. Like it was just about to like, you know. Go off, yeah. Uh, like start coming together. Disappeared for fucking month. <laughs> <laughs> it was nuts. How and long did it take overall? What was that? How long was the project like from the start to finish? The dressing rooms were, fuck, I don't remember, 365 hours, I think. Wow. Oh. Wow. But there was only over, I think, six weeks. Um, and then I jumped right into the flower thing and did a couple other things. And then just her place after we did that, there was so much work that needed to be done to like complement that, you know? So then this fall, we got into like doing this, doing the, um, you know, vanity and all the other stuff. Yeah. And all those light installations you did too. It was really beautiful and like so well-crafted. And like one of, a one of a kind piece that you don't, you do not see anymore. Cause that's the kind of thing you see in like maybe New York city in some place. Cause nobody can afford it. It's the truth. Like, I was thinking that like, you don't see themed restaurants around, you know, in certain yeah. areas because it's just cost way too much to put together. It is beautiful. 
way. It's like a, it's a legitimate display, but it's also like a, a period piece. Mm-hmm. You just don't see that. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I like like seaside restaurants because they kind of go all out because they're, you know, they're on the ocean. So the yeah. crazy lobsters and crabs and nets everywhere, you know? I'm a huge fan of novelty. I love it. Like yeah. when I went on the road trip, like roadside attractions are my thing. Like I love novelty. Like every- like a giant dinosaur wearing glasses. You got to go get a photo. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it. <laughs> I've restaurants. I've been to this restaurant in, I think it was Milwaukee. That was like a spy themed restaurant. And it's so fucking funny because when you when you get there, um, they make you do all the silly stuff in, in, in the front lobby to get in, but it's all like private. So you think you're doing it just like, you know, privately. But that TV is showing at the bar so everyone can see you being a total asshole. You don't <laughs> get in the place. But anyway, then you get in the place, you order your food and they give you a menu that's like kind of like a scavenger hunt throughout the whole place. And the scavenger hunt ends with you going out this door. Like you're like, oh, I'm going to go into this door. And actually is a door outside that locks behind you. So now you're back outside and you have to re- come back in and do the whole thing all over again. And by the time you get in, your food's ready. It's fucking cool. That sounds crazy. Cool. What is this? I think it was Milwaukee. I don't remember the, the restaurant. It's probably dead now because COVID killed everything. But or the response. Milwaukee has a lot of like crazy restaurants. I went there for like a business trip before and literally every food chain I think I saw there is nuts. I was like, okay, okay. All right. All right. A lot of steakhouses. That's why I want to create my work. I like now that I'm doing like businesses, I want mm-hmm. to create places that, that people like just are wowed by, you know, and that they remember and that they are like, you know, that like Lizzie's place brightens people's day. When she goes in, like she says all the time, people are just constantly complimenting and, and like freaking out. Like, Oh my God, this is so, I love that. You know, when, when you, environment. when you do a sign for someone, it's nice. Cause it's very personal and stuff. But not everyone gets to like experience it like these businesses. And that's a totally mm-hmm. different level. I, I love it. Like I'm, I'm definitely going to try to stay in that lane. You know? I think that's something to say too about like the massiveness that you can go. Like having some like ginormous project that takes like a long time. I love those because you could get so involved in them and appreciate them. I mean, it is a little annoying because you definitely get like fatigued. Like mm-hmm. you definitely get like, oh my God, this is not going to end. Plus, when you're doing what I'm doing, like your hours start to hit 600 hours and you know, nobody can fucking pay for that, you know? Yeah. Just know like 600 600 hours at a client, they're just going to, they're going to pass out. So (laughs) you definitely get that like, oh, fuck, I'm working for myself right now. Like I'm, I'm paying myself right now. (laughs) You're an hour 500 and you're like, oh, this is, uh, this is like, you can start counting down. Like, okay. You know, I started the job at $80 an hour. And then, you, and then you're like, okay, now I'm making about 10 an hour. <laughs> hey guys, we're just taking a quick break here to remind you to please go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube page. We're really trying to get those uh, subscribes on there so we can go ahead and have our own URL on YouTube. So please help us out and uh, back to the show. How do you quote your jobs? Like, I'm just kind of curious on that. Like, <laughs> what's your process? Still losing money. Like, not losing money, but I'm still getting losing potential potential income you're losing yeah like no I, like i'm making like for the for lizzie's dressing rooms which is something that i just want to do i didn't give a shit um you know i got paid less than minimum wage to do that you know but yeah yeah that got me a ton of work you know so it's just a struggle but i'd rather take jobs where like i end up making fucking 20 dollars an hour for in the end but i'm building a profile and mm-hmm 
I'm getting the better jobs and I'm getting a ton of attention in newspapers and stuff like that. And then also just, just seeing what it does to like brings to people and brings, brings to business has value in itself that isn't really financial, but, um, and for me, like creatively, yes. that's what I want to do. Like, I don't want to build fucking bullshit. Like I can make somebody, I can build someone's deck right now and make a killing. I don't want to build a deck. I fucking hate building decks, you know, boring, it's lame. Is your goal to potentially like continue obviously with the restaurants and, and businesses, but like move to like New York stuff as well? Like start getting jobs in the city? Um, like, yeah, really. And that's what's good about out here is because it's a small yeah. town. Like I got a ton of connections or right? I grew up here forever. Mm-hmm. But it's also like a, a satellite of the city because there's a ton of city people out here. Yeah, that's so if I'm a lot not of a, a, a North Fork artist. Like to them, I have some kind of like cred, but I'm just my hometown, you know? And I might be able to get work through them in the city based just on the fact of proximity. Like I live in a really, I'm lucky that I live in in this place. Mm -hmm. Cause it's, if if I lived in fucking, you know, Missouri, like forget about it. Like there is no connection like that where you have like New York city people coming to Missouri and, and seeing you, you know? Right. I can see you getting jobs, you know, in Boston as well. Like yeah. that's someone that's going to potentially have a themed restaurant. They're going to want to have something big and fun. that's going to draw people to them. So I, I was curious if your eyes were like looking at like, you know, New York city and. Yeah. all oh, definitely. And definitely. Yeah, I figured. Doing the, I kind of want to selfishly, like, I, I don't want to, I'm not really a business man. You know what I mean? Like I'm terrible. I know. I know. We've talked about that before oh, too. Definitely like a starving artist, you know? Yeah. I take the projects that are cool, not the projects that I'm going to get paid for. So part of me wants to see if I could make money still being that asshole artist. Cause I don't, I, don't, I can't even, I hate to, like if I have an email to write, it'll take me five weeks to write it. Cause I'll just keep ignoring yeah. it. Like, I'd rather dig a hole for an hour than write an email. And that's not even a joke. <laughs> I hate it. Um, so, and I'm not good with communication and, and I don't do like, you know, 3d drawings. Like this is what I'm going to build. Like it's all in my head. It's all just yeah. like, trust me, I got this. Like, and that's why I take on these jobs that I might not be getting paid well, but I'm going to be murdering because it's just evidence that like, this is what I can do. Just fucking trust me. Like, mm-hmm. just, yeah, trust me. So I, I would like to get to a point where I'm an artist that's paid for their time. You know, that's just like, yeah, I, I have enough um, juice that people are like, yeah, sure. We'll pay you that an hour. Just to just, we want, we want you, you know? Yeah. That, I like that though. Bit of a, Bit of not of a pipe dream, but it's a it's a hard that's a hard thing to actually get paid like well. Um, I'm hoping that happens eventually, but who knows? But I also have thought about you doing more design for money because mm-hmm. I'm definitely getting into that realm, and that's where my hours design hours are easy compared to the labor hours. Kill. Yeah, you know, sanding those fucking things rounded over is just like three to four or five days. <laughs> well, designing costs money, though. You know, like it's a lot of time dedicated to planning out something like that. Yeah. And actually, I'd have to change my skills though, because I don't, it's in my head. I don't do 3d shit. You know, I don't, I don't want to sit at a computer. I hate that. I don't want to like be on paper. It's just a mock-up sketch yeah. it out. You know what I mean? But I was talking to people too. I'm like, it's billable time. Like when I do custom orders now I'm making sure I take, and it's just a small amount, just 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. And that's for your mock-up. Like that is my time sitting there thinking, getting your, like the resources together, you know, maybe I'll go on Etsy and find a few things and purchase those, you know, with that money because it helps. I'm like, I, I need to start charging for that because I put in the hours. And then like you said, like if you, you know, you might make 
less and less the more you put in that you don't charge for so you it's a balance i used to just design for free i got all my shit and then Mm -hmm. now i'm starting to charge for design and it's it's nice because those design hours are not they're not long you know i mean i'm driving and shit and then i'll just be billing hours you know it's kind of like that's where the money's at you know i agree totally agree with that yeah but at the same time like there's a balance because i want to do it i want to do the work to a certain extent don't necessarily want to be sanding things all night um but i also don't want to be sitting at a computer i definitely don't want to do that yeah no i get that on that balance but really right now i just feel like put out the work like put in the time put out the work and maybe that shit will just solve itself you know yeah Yeah. you have a good mindset for everything i think (laughs) i want um a ricky 80s memorabilia but I was telling Tiff before the call that like my my closest celebrity that I ever met as a kid was David Copperfield. And you know how like in the 80s they used to like take like the Sharpie and sign like a t-shirt or something? Yeah. I want like a T with like a Ricky signature. Ooh. <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. I wanna make I wanna make those scroller die shirts. There's just the market for it's huge and it's so fun, like talking shit and like you know, the whole CNC battle. And if I could have, like, I feel like it's a good thing to sell, but I just don't have the time to like, you know. Hire someone. Yeah. Everybody wants your merch, Ricky. We want to support you. You are like, it must feel so good. It feels so loved. I hope you soak it all in. It's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) It's because you show who you are. Like we talk about time you don't like fake who you are like this is who i am i'm silly i'm gonna have some fun mm-hmm. have I, you I always been that way no i've always been a clown for sure yeah know? um yeah class clown all that shit and and like videos like i used to edit videos of my fr- like i had a camera since i was like 14 you know we used to skate make skate videos or we used to put two vcrs together and like run through running through the cassette player so you can like put music through it like talking about video forever i mean i don't have the chops like andrew has like the professional equipment and and time put in in like programs and whatnot but i've always been just like diy you know directing making videos and shit so my friends did that in like when we were like 26 for like sketch comedy videos and stuff um but yeah always been a same here man i always had a camera on my shoulder i i've been like I, I say it all the time. I have the skills to make some killer videos. I don't have the time. It's <laughs> like, such a killer. It's such a, like. It's, that's my problem. Yeah, I have the skills. I just can't. I hate it. I, 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 my favorite thing to do is to edit, edit video and, and have like the finished product. Like that's out of everything I do, that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. But actually like in the middle of a project where I'm like need all my creative focus to like stop and change the fucking angle. And I need to, I need better equipment too because I have to like take the camera and actually focus it. And then like, you know, I don't have like a separate screen that I could see it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So some but then I, I get so mad when at the end of a project, cause I'll, I'll just like, fuck it. I'm not doing this bullshit. Like I need to, I just want to work on this project. And then at the end I'm mad because I don't have the footage to edit that, you know, cause I feel like I'm doing such weird creative work that like a lot of these YouTubers are just like building you know, tables and, and cutting boards and shit. And they have these giant channels. Right, I feel like, you're getting unique orders, like, or you know, jobs. making really weird shit. It would, yeah. it would do so well on there. If I could just put the fucking 
time into it. You know? I think what you need to do is fly Andrew over, have him come over, hook you up with all the equipment, get you set up, you do just some work stuff. Like fucking lawyer bullshit. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> I know. He's in the middle of like some crazy case right now, I think. Yeah, yeah he's locked in. He's, he's actually working on a, a video game system for me right now, though. Yeah, I did see that, yeah. that's kind of like a little backwards thing where we're talking about like the community and these like bonds that we are making with each other and how we help each other right now it's it's insane like i'm trying to launch like a sticker collaborations with like prints and stuff but like it wasn't even my idea it was another maker who reached out to me saying you should do this yeah that's so and do they do you have a sticker person i'm sure there's a sticker person on instagram was like yeah sure I'm, i'm sure there probably is i don't have a sticker person yet no I'm kind of looking at options. Yeah. And yeah. I did just like a mixed tile print today. I actually just came in and it, it looks awesome. So it's got like the picture of my wood carving hanging on my wall upstairs and I just printed it up and then you'll get like a frame photo at the end. So I'm like, mm-hmm. but it was, it was all just cause like Whitney got me thinking about it and she started writing like the text for me and stuff like that. So it was really cool to have someone just like ping me and say, Hey, I'm going to invest time. She went and looked at like, pricing options mailing options gave me package pricing like wrote it all out and all i'm doing to pay her back is making her like a custom piece like to say thank you yeah, I'm just like, I love it. Great. yeah yeah i feel like i feel bad sometimes i don't spend like enough time on instagram you know what i mean like yeah, i don't I get it like with my work and then daughter and then like my own fucking content like i don't always get to like surf through and see everybody's stuff you know i, I feel like you guys will pop up like first in my feed and I'll just be, I'll be driving or something like checking real quick. And then I don't have time to like really sit there and look at it and yeah. with a thoughtful response, which is, I want to do that. It's just like, you know, you don't, it's just, it's kind of sucks in that way. You know, I'm having the problem where I'll open it and then I can't respond because I don't have the time. And then I get upset that I opened it because then the little thing goes away. Yes. yes. It's the way to make it yes. unread again. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then I forget about it. And then it, like, it might be like a story and then that goes away and I never even saw it. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh. Like who, whose account did I want to search? Fuck, I don't remember. It was like five hours later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. When you go try to find it back. Yeah. yeah. Bullshit. Fucking problems having too many friends to talk to sad all right let's get deep how old were you when you had your first kiss first kiss like mm. oh and where was it and what was her name just her first name are we are we talking about peck oh no. real kiss no oh, really? a real genuine kiss the tongue was jessica jessica Wojcik. Ooh. and it was um at, in my friend's backyard he had this large like uh tire like a like a tire tube from uh, like a like a big big truck but gotcha sitting it. um and we were playing like you know make out games and then she, and then she was my girlfriend after that so, <laughs> so she liked what she got i get you that's the boy check i got a awesome in the backyard who was your step I think a family friend. I it was nothing romantic or fun. It was just like, hey, hey. <laughs> how, how old were you? I was twelve. But... I was probably. It was very young. I think I was like eight. That's what I mean. Like it was just like, hi. <laughs> yeah, talking- I like to check things out. <laughs> Judging me? No, I'm, I'm, 
You got the family friends, they're always around, you know, just, hey. (laughs) What do you got, Nicole? It was in the closet in Amanda Johnson's basement and it was Jason Robb. And it was messy and gross. And, but I remember I could feel like his wetness afterwards, but I was like, I just had my first kiss. (laughs) How old? 14. Nice. I don't think I'm a sentimental person at all. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm <laughs> super sentimental. Yeah, we could tell that. <laughs> what? Do you have any of your stuff that you keep, like, um, in your house or anything? Yeah, my, my dad always had, like, a shelf full of, like, keepsakes or whatever. So I, I have, like, a – in high school, I saved everything. So I have, I have a bucket, like, full of stuff from kindergarten to, to you know, senior year in high school. That's awesome. Yeah, I lost a lot of the video. I had the video at my friend's house and he's an asshole and he like threw it out at some point. But we, we must have had 30 videotapes of us like when we were teenagers, but he's a fucking piece of shit, so. I do have a bunch of videos saved that it's actually in, in the bottom of this thing. The whole bottom section is full oh. of cassettes that I made. I used to, re- um, you know, drunk, high, fun stuff when you're young. And then I'd record parties when everyone was fucked up. Yeah, and cool. it was really I watched one of those recently. I wanted to kill myself. Yes. And then I would edit it together with like iMovie. So, you know, sound effect galore. <laughs> and I, I did try watching it recently. I was like, oh my God, look at us when we were like 20. <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy. Oh. Embarrassing. Yeah. It's cool. I always think I'm like the coolest. But then you look back on things and you're like, wow, dude, you definitely weren't cool. So that makes yeah. me think, you know, like, what things am I going to look back on? Like a year from now and be like, dude, what the fuck? I thought it was nice you. <laughs> I looked back and I was like, damn, that girl's hot there. Oh, that's me. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, shit. You know. Did we catch everybody's questions, Tiff? No, actually, I that's a good thank you for saying that. Justin asked from Le Boner uh restorations, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, he wants to know, so when you're working on projects and kind of like you were saying with the Times Vintage, do you have like a journal in which you're kind of like jotting down different like movies that you want to reference when you're going to edit and different songs that kind of inspire you? Like I know you make playlists for your jobs, but do you have like a notebook? I, I definitely have notes in my phone of like sometimes I come up with ideas driving and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm doing that. And I'll just write down a note. Like uh, remember my Willy Wonka thing where I did the candy in the in the you know, screw bin. That was an idea I had just driving. Um, but a lot of my inspiration comes from actually listening to music while I'm working. Mm-hmm. Some of it's like serendipity, like that whole sanding the donut thing. I was actually listening to that song, sanding a donut. And I thought like, this would be hilarious. Like, I'm, I'm, it was. This donut it is. I'm like, oh yeah, this is just good. And that's one of the ones that comes, comes together easy. Like I film it real quick right then and there. And it's just like, it just, you know, uh, so, and then what I've been doing recently, especially on the donut project was I'd have ideas before I was even building, like the times vintage space age thing. I mm-hmm. wanted that song. I knew I wanted to use that song. So I was almost filming to that song, which was so much fucking easier. Cause I knew what I wanted to do. I wasn't just taking a bunch of footage and figure it out later. Um, but yeah, I got notes on my phone where I write down story ideas or, um, I also have a Instagram playlist that is just 
uh, Spotify playlist is just Instagram songs. And I'm like, I'm going to use these at some point. Like, oh, cool. I started doing that actually. They come up and I'm like, oh, this one's too good. I got to use it somewhere. So I just put it in a, in a playlist. Uh, it's probably up to like 150 songs now. I probably used a bunch of them already though. Um, but I also just have that knack. I have that knack for um, coming up with songs. I know I like, I know a lot of old shit. So coming up with songs that fit things or movie references that fit things or TV shows. Yeah. I just kind of have that like nerdy, like ability to quickly come up with a reference for things. And sometimes I'll just search YouTube. I'll be like, you know, yeah. uh, if I'm working, like I, I, I'm pretty sure that's what uh, Justin did recently with his bread thing, which was really dope. I'm sure he just searched bread making in YouTube and it came up and he's like, oh, this clip is good. This audio is good. Yeah. Uh, You're so creative. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was your first concert? First concert? Uh, I was Metallica. Metallica. Yeah. In, the, in Nassau Coliseum. Which tour were they doing? Which like? Fuck, well, I don't. It might have been. It might have been. Reload. Maybe like ninety-five, ninety-six, maybe. Might have been Reload. Bullshit tour, but they played a lot of good shit. So. That's cool. You definitely are like the retro guy because I'm like thinking about it because we're the same age, and I'm like, what were like my first concerts? Not you remember your first concert. I think it was Tina Turner with my mom. Tina Turner. Might have been. Because we were rolling, rolling. I love you. <laughs> I love you. I was Marcy no, It might have been Cypress Hill. Because I, I was selling. So in Hartford, Connecticut, there is a venue there. And, it, you know, it's changed names like a thousand times. But like my dad um was selling cigars at like my uncle's booth and he needed help one day at a cypress hill concert so i think i was 15 selling cigars pretending like i knew what like i didn't smoke so I'm pretending i knew what they tasted like and what were good and then my uh, um, uncle was just like go peace out and go watch a show and that like it was awesome that was probably one of my first ones it's a cypress that, hill concert is that that creepy amusement park where like there's a whole bunch of deaths and stuff and where oh, really it's, not an it's just a concert hall oh yeah 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 it's, it's nothing crazy there's a crazy place there that has had that like hauntedness in hartford. Connecticut? yeah hartford yeah and that's where willie manilly like had their like big you know out when the stuff didn't sink lip sync yeah i don't know fuck connecticut and fuck massachusetts i don't know <laughs> Sorry, that's my that's my grandma's swears she taught me when i was younger <laughs> come on you're gonna be that typical new yorker who doesn't like massachusetts i could bullshit fucking not you know jersey sucks and, and massachusetts is probably the worst the worst one why it's just bullshit <laughs> I, I a comedian once said um he called Massachusetts. He said when he was a kid, he, he thought it was massive Jew tits. <laughs> and now I cannot think of Massachusetts without thinking of that. The same massive Jew tits. Into my brain. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Where in the West did you go besides San Francisco? You went up the whole entire coast, the whole, the whole thing, all the way up to Seattle. And but by the time we hit Seattle, we were kind of done with the trip already. Cause we already got a sublet in San Francisco. So we're like, ah, fuck it. Let's just, it was four months. So we're like, let's just go, let's just like go have a kitchen. Long time. Yeah. Let's go have a kitchen and a bathroom. 
you know, we were like ready for that. <laughs> closet and yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was, you know, serious. Were you like trying to work while you were on the road or just you had savings that you took no, with you? I, I like my boss in Brooklyn had a bunch of apartments. So like he let me live at one for like a small studio, live at one for free. So I saved like a lot of money that year. And it was ah, okay. enough to just live like and relocate too. So um, I was really, you know, lucky, but you know, didn't have any work. So it was just living out of a van, like visiting a different location every day, took our time. You know, we only traveled all the, we definitely had days where we, you know, drove six hours or something, but most of the time it's just two, three hour drives. To different That's cool. And then marked different cities, different campsites and natural parks. And cool. Awesome. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. Everyone needs to do that. Like when they get early twenties, just do it, just figure it out. Cause you end up getting stuck in some work bullshit and, and that's it. You have kids and you're fucked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. I went backpacking through Europe. That was my trip. Oh, dope. Where'd you go? Just, just two weeks, but it was nice. I landed in Ireland and then we like rented a car and my friend already had like been there plenty of time. So she kind of gave us our own personal tour and we basically drove all around Ireland. Oh, that's so nice. And I'm then so we done it too. Yes. Yes. I went with um, a group, just a group of friends. Like I think only one person was part of like a couple. And then, so we did that. Um, so then we flew over to Germany and we did like Munich, which was so cool. That was so fun. Um, and then I'm trying to think, I know Amsterdam for two days, which was a mess when we first got there. Oh my God. Just like, cause we, we were legit backpacking, like slap it on, let's go. <laughs> and we didn't pre-book a place. And we ended up like getting this like creepy little room on top of like this little stairwell that we had to get up to. So imagine like going to their cafes and like smoking and drinking all night. And <laughs> like you trying to get back to this little thing. And I everyone there is doing that. Everybody's staying in these groups. Oh yeah, yeah. yep. The mecca for that. That's, That's what makes it fun though, the adventure. Yeah, I oh, yeah. love going places and like just getting lost and discovering something. Exactly. We were just doing hostels. Like we did like seriously. And that's why I said when I prepped, I watched the movie Hostel just for fun. Wow. Like what not to do. <laughs> but yeah, we ended up like, you know, I went to Venice, like we we went around and we, we left out of Belgium. Like that was our last stop. Yeah, definitely, I never left the country, though. I never left the country, which is something I'm going to do at some point when I don't have a kid anymore but um, or don't have a baby. <laughs> Dude, when she's 18. Yeah. Go on a trip. <laughs> Maybe sooner. Maybe. Well, for yourself, absolutely for yourself. But I, I would love to bring the kids, like, when they're older, like, on a yeah. real trip, when they can experience it as an adult. Yeah, that'd be cool. But I can't wait to leave them behind and say, see oh, ya. No, no, absolutely. But I mean, after I've had a few of those trips, then we'll take one with, my, with the kids. <laughs> I told you if I flew down to visit you, it would be me and my husband, no children. Fuck that, just fly down there, just you. Oh, that too, that too. We already said we do really good road trips together, for sure. Yeah. I've noticed just like nothing is... Like one-on-one -on -one time is where it's at, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's fun hanging out with a group of people or whatever, but when you get one-on-one get -on -one with a friend or whatever, it's that's like the best time, you know? Yeah, yeah that's true. Your husbands are out there and shit. It's, it's like, it's different than the two of you hanging out. The two of you alone is a totally different vibe. 
You know? No, I totally agree. Because when your husband there or your significant other or whatever, yeah, it's you want to include them too. You don't want to like get into like a zone conversation where you know you know you're excluding the other party. So you don't talk about the same shit. You just like shit. Yeah, exactly. Talk about. Yeah. My husband doesn't care about like most of the things that I care about. We are complete opposites. <laughs> so, so a friend, yeah. Do you ever feel though, like, like, oh, go ahead. No, I just say Mike is just funny as hell. That's why like. He is funny. My yeah, Mike Nicole is- gets perverted messages from my husband once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it. If he can like. Just start going, uh huh, girl. Hey, how you do? Like, we'll just, we'll just, and then we'll go on like a, a perverted back and forth and send it to her. Like, she gets my true personality that I don't show to a lot of people. We have a pretty naughty conversation history. <laughs> yeah, if somebody went through it, <laughs> oh, that's a book right there. Yeah, it is. It is not There's a lot of stupid, <laughs> a lot of stupid shit everything <laughs> yeah we do need to get together hang out yeah yeah we were saying that the other day like because since we started the podcast it, we end up having business meetings and it's not as many hangouts i'm like i missed that part about it too yeah. i want to do the fucking bench con thing me too i do too Andrew went that one year, you know, I was like following it and I was so jealous. And then, cause I didn't really know it existed till then. And then now I'm just like, all right, I'm going next year. And then the, you know, COVID bullshit. And then, yeah. yeah. It's not going to happen this year either too, unless they push it to the very, very end of the year or something. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it is cool though. It looks fun. What do you do when you go besides just like meet people? Just meet people. I mean, there, I think there's like, obviously, you know, there's people it's selling people. stupid shit um probably video equipment and and you know dumb tools and whatnot but it's just to meet everyone that's what i want that's cool yeah i know that they tour facilities they have like educational speakers to talk about stuff like they might have other makers that we we like that you know we'll give a talk or something like that but it'd be fun i i wanted to go that year but i didn't feel like i fit in yet you know what i mean like i was part of the group yet I was just kind of like, I feel like I was on the outskirts. And then Kevin went, I was like, oh, I really want to go now. I'm like, Andrew and Kevin are going. I'm like, shit. And then Cecilia went from um, the shop with design too. And I'm like, oh God, all of you guys. I'm like, I just want to go. A bunch of the uh, Canadian girls met up too. Like it was their own thing. They just did it. They just met up. Yeah, that's cool. Like like 10 of them or something. I was like, fuck, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. There's like a there's like a whole Canadian crew. What? A lot of cool Canadians out there. Oh my god, yeah. A lot of them, sons of bitches. Yeah. <laughs> they just keep popping up. I know. So super creative. I just wonder what everyone's prices of lumber is. I, I know it's a weird thing to wonder, but <laughs> in Idaho, when I lived there, lumber was actually like fairly decent because a lot of that lumber comes from like Boise lumber, Boise paper. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. Idaho was great for lumber. Yeah. You, you know, like, when I worked in, when I lived in San Francisco, we started working with redwood. I know that's what that was exterior. What do you use there? Um, here at Cedar, I never worked with it till moving to the West coast. And then it was, it was almost like to get it out here would be a big deal, but to there, it's just like any other wood so much of it. 
Like, yeah, I know. I see Justin using it all the time, and I'm like, oh, that looks cool. That's interesting wood. Do you follow Cecilia at the um the wood shop? She's always getting crazy different wood, like from her lumber guy. As she says. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, she's got yeah. something coming in, huh? She's she's kind. Con- <laughs> yeah, she's she's got a wood guy. Um, but she's constantly getting different species over there, though. And like, I love that she like talks about them and like what they smell like and how they are to carve. It's fun having people share that. It's such nerdy shit, but it's interesting. <laughs> There's good wood over there. She got the good wood. Got the good wood guy, you know. Got to have it. Got to have a wood. Are guy. you good at naming things? Like coming up with names. Like kidding? Yeah, we need your opinion. We we really want to come up with like a slogan for our, our podcast, and we want it to be naughty. You know, it can't it can't be something boring. But still, like questionable. Like, are they like really talking about getting behind the maker? So it's gonna be. Like we want it for like t-shirts and stuff. So like, yeah, something that people are going to want to wear on like a hat or a shirt. Yeah, it has to, refer to being like behind the maker, kind of like it's got to be a play it's on that. It's got to tie into the show or like to like what we're about, like the maker community and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, let me think on it. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were thinking like, I got I to gotta bring that up. First of all, we wanted to like, just if anybody listening has ideas too, please hit us up. But like, we want it to be really fun that everyone would want to have on their shirt. Yeah. You know you that the way we pay for the podcast, you know? <laughs> Honey, I shrunk the kids, like, neighbor. I fucking love him. I just I just watched that, like, you know, the other week again. Oh, my love kids that. would love that movie right now. I'm just thinking, like, the giant ant and everything. Porter loves it. It's, it's a cool one. Ricky, can you see that? Yeah, well, <laughs> this guy... <laughs> This is what Ricky looks like right now with like your hat and stuff. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Well forget about it. So uh... <laughs> No, I love him too with all of his like fly stuff. Yeah. I thought his hair was a little bit longer. Yeah, like see here we go. Come on, mine's way longer than his. He's got nothing. Oh. No, oh, bad sight. Go away. <laughs> I am so going to try, like, throwing that on tomorrow. They're going to be, like, crazed out. Like, what happened? Why, why do you guys do uh, one-hour episodes? Is there a thing behind that? It just usually goes an hour, and yours has just gone longer. And we could end it at any time, too. No, no, I was just curious because it's, like, I'm kind of used to listening to long podcasts. So when you guys are ending it, sometimes I feel like, you know, I'm still into it. And you guys are like, oh. Yeah, right. you still want to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I- it comes to like walk the hour too for me i think yeah it's what time we're recording at so like yeah i mean you have to because you have jobs and kids but it's like yes it's much easier to have a conversation in the morning after coffee when you're it's like nine Mm -hmm. yeah at night it's kind of like nine o'clock at night is when you start to lose your you know your juice Oh, oh do you know how hard like you saw she was chugging a monster i'm i would pop in a diet coke before we get on here I don't usually drink soda. I did it because I needed the energy. Like, <laughs> Same. yeah. Andrew yeah. taught me that one. <laughs> Pop that monster. I have like a natural high energy. If, if I drink a monster, it's over. It's like, it's like crack for me. Like I get all like, I get all like. When Nicole asked Jason if he ever like drinks energy drinks. I was dying. I was like so funny he was but, 
funnier than than I thought. You oh know? my god! Yeah, I, I, I like him. I thought he was funny, but then on on the podcast, he was way like I don't know, just like naturally funny, like a funny guy. Like funny. yeah, cool. The nervous energy was my favorite. Like I just thought it was so fun. <laughs> and he kept like cutting out. The podcast was like so sporadic because it was like. <laughs> Topics. It must have cut it like 12 times in the topic. He did. <laughs> it was all over. He said, just because where he lives, they have horrible internet. Yeah. And like, we even disconnected a few more times than like you guys know, because I edited it out. Like, so that was probably one of the ones I've edited the most. <laughs> like, we usually we don't have to do too many edits. Uh -huh. But yeah, I tried to make it seem like it was kind of a decent flow, but like then I disappeared for a little while because my Wi Fi yeah, all for some reason just booted me. What do you use for your editing? Um, on the phone, I use InShot. And then if I'm doing like the bigger edits, I, I just use iMovie. Um, I don't have, I, I want to get better software for sure. And I want to get used yeah. to using better software because there's a ton of creative shit I want to do. I just don't know how to do it. And um, yeah, I just use, you know, just those two programs. And I just have kind of like experience. So I have chops in it. So it's like, people always ask, people ask like, I like sharing secrets and stuff and whatever. I like sharing in the community, but also I get annoyed when people are like, yo, how do you do the, the laugh soundtracks? It's like, yeah, that's my shit. Dude. Get off of it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to tell you how to do something that like, I'm doing because it's like, I don't know, find, find a different angle. Go under effects. Yo, what die do you use? It's just like, shut up. Dude. <laughs> Especially when they come in with just the question and there's no hello or. I'm actually kind of an asshole. Like I don't, I actually don't like when people are like, are phony when they'll be like, Hey, like, how you been? Like, how's your daughter? She's so cute. Hey, by the way, like, I'm like, I hate those people more than the people that are just like, you know, like, yo, what, what program do you use? <laughs> what do I do you use? Tell me. Fuck off, dude. I swear, like, I got years <laughs> experimenting, figuring shit out and being, and like, you know, figuring that out. And, and I do share it with some people, but I don't want it to like, I don't know, like the die I'm cool with sharing a bit if, if I like the person. Um, but if I'm doing some kind of like comedy thing in my stories, like I'm not going to show you how to do it because like that's my shit, I feel like, you know? Yeah. Well, a lot of times it's just like, I'm kind of showing you what I'm doing. Go experiment and have fun and, and try to experience it for yourself too. Like unless there's some kind of secret stuff. trick, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, fuck this person's this is genius you know like yeah i mean it's it, it's flattering too though because i know like i know i had i have an influence on it like people are doing b-sides people are like doing leaving laugh tracks and things like the round over thing wasn't necessarily just me but like you know we were kind of starting at a, at the same talked about it a lot yeah um yeah. and i know like i've had influence on a lot of things like that mm -hmm. so that's definitely flattering but it's there's also an element where you kind of feel like I don't know. You kind of feel like a shitty asshole about it too. Where you're like, you know, come on, man. Like, don't, don't do my shit. Well, also do you're trying to do your own business, your own. I know you don't consider, you know, it's a business, but you're trying to do your own thing and have your individuality and you don't want to, you know, like you said, have everybody sound the same as you all of a sudden. Yeah. And it's, you, it's like, you. it's okay when somebody does it and they have like 600 followers and like, okay, whatever. But like, you get this nervous feeling like, I don't want to see these motherfuckers with 150,000 followers to like, you know, then, then, then you get really like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. We talk about all the time. It, it's hard to grow on this and it's hard to not think about it too. Like 
it's obviously we're watching it. It's just, yeah, you, you're watching it. Like you just can't help it. But like, you don't want that to be your, your focus. You want to be able to create cool shit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's also something you just can't stop yeah. thinking about. Yeah. Like there's definitely guys who are funny, who have a ton of followers. And I, and I just have, I hate those guys. You know what I mean? I'm like, you're not, yeah. you're not funny. You know what I mean? It's just like, I hate being like that sometimes. So like, there's guys like that where I've unfollowed them just because I get so annoyed that like they have, they're not that funny and have a ton of followers. And then I follow them again. I'm like, all right, dude, like, you know, like you, you got to try not to constantly compare. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I say it's your inner voice. It's you. It's you. Cock blocked. Like I am blocked yeah. by Instagram and that's just fucking so frustrating. Well, I was going to tell you that. So when I reposted the video of the sanding of the donuts, because it's got a special place in my heart. <laughs> it's definitely one I watched a few times and then I messaged some perverted things to Nicole probably. Um, <laughs> but I got a, like an alert right away. Like this will be banned in this place, this place, this place, this place. And you can- appeal- Probably because of music. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, I know like the things like you're saying, like you gotta be careful how much of something you can put in something and get away with it like before they delete you. Yeah, they actually have like, not for music, because I always, I always like the copyrighted music. Like I, I live in that zone because I, I can't stand it. Like I get it. Like you're trying to put out content on YouTube and shit and you want it to be safe. Like when Andrew uses fucking elevator music, it's like, dude, just stop. Because <laughs> seriously, like some of my, some of my material is, is, is 80% of it is the song choice, you know? Yeah. Without that song choice, it's, it's an okay video. Um. So yeah, I get flagged all the time for that, but that that's not the issue. The issue is like when you cross like the guideline, like the community guideline things, which mm-hmm. mine was nudity when I had the fucking B side that had the they had the uh, you know the nudity magazine, and I got the the post got removed, and then I also had a subsequent story that had that attached too, that got removed, and then I got a notification like your account may be deleted. Oh my! Yeah, and then I noticed after that like everything just sunk like I didn't have any of the same reach at all and I would every single post no matter how well it did and I had posts that were like doing really well just in the community alone it would always say one percent not following you know and it was like something's something's going on here so I, I kept like messing around and then I realized at one point that if I search my hashtag which is just Ricky TV there's not a lot of posts so I can see kind of like where I'm graded in that in that like top you know oh yeah yeah so all my shit was stacked at the bottom. And above me, there's another guy who two tags Rishi, uh, Ricky TV, but his account's super small. Um, and he'll have, a, he'll have, he has posts in front of mine that have like 30 likes on, you know, and, and I have, I have 10,000 views on mine, you know, and they're all yeah. at the bottom of the thing. And then I also noticed that when you search my name, you have to type in the entire thing. My old account that I haven't used in two, three years, which algorithmi- algorithmically doesn't make any sense why it would pop up. That pops up first, you know. Yeah, really, they're really punishing you. <laughs> and then I was like trying to, I looked on Reddit and was reading some shit, and they were calling it a, a someone was calling it a soft shadow ban. And they were saying after you get two strikes, they kind of it's not a full shadow ban because all your followers, you still have that regular flow. Like right. We still see everything. Not, yeah, it's not hidden. Um, but nobody in that they don't they don't put me in explore or any hashtags. Like only only under the recent tab and only sometimes i had that happen to me with pop unless it's a direct share 
Yeah, I posted those um, 420 signs I made. Mm -hmm. So I was hashtag weed, hashtag smoke, you know, like whatever I could that related to that. And then, yeah, I, I got a few of my things taken down. And then I noticed that I was getting no responses to any posts that I was making for a while. Did they actually get blocked? Like they removed them? They, well, I wouldn't, they, I try to think I promoted something. And then that like was what the call, like I brought it to their attention, I think. Cause I think I was doing a giveaway. Oh, actually probably the same time I kind of met you, Nicole. I was doing like a giveaway of one of my signs. Cause we had just gotten like the stay at home orders, you know, in, in March. Mm -hmm. And I posted the 420 things. And yeah, I think they stopped using hashtags. Like I could, no one could see me with hashtags. So I would look at the reach and it was nothing from hashtags. Yeah. So I was completely blocked out of that. Yeah. And that was, I, 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 heard, I saw on Reddit, it was like three months or something like that, which I'm coming up on. It was a while. Yeah. And I also, I had an, I know another account to it. We were talking about it. He's got flagged a couple of times too. And he had the same thing where it was like a couple months. Wow. Um, you, you put all the work into it and they don't tell you like if they would tell me there's, like yeah, there's nothing yeah they don't there's no communication at all it's just like they don't even let you know you're hidden so you're like i'm pouring my heart into this content and knowing mm -hmm. it's not going fucking anywhere yeah i'm surprised more of mine hasn't been removed <laughs> it's like things it's like nudity and and violence like if, like if you're any kind of bullying or or stuff like that um obviously any trigger words um and then anything like Republican, I feel like you're Republican, you know, all that. <laughs> so they don't care if I hit my bong. No, I, I don't know. I don't know about drugs. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I might have to piss with you guys on here. Yeah. Oof. I'm getting a little. Want to take a piss break? I'm tired. <laughs> you are going to quit on Ricky? Okay, I won't quit on Ricky, but I need a water refill at least. Take a, take a break, take a break. All right, I'm gonna go refill. I'm gonna, okay. Can I take a piss? Yes. Why, you wanna see, should I get in there? Thank you for joining us for the show. If you wanna hear the rest of it, just a reminder to go on to Patreon slash Behind the Maker Podcast and join our Patreon. We are really trying to not have commercials or sponsors and we just kinda wanna self-fund this podcast so we appreciate all the support we appreciate you guys listening and uh we really hope you enjoyed the show and we want to hear your feedback so let us know what you thought thanks and have a great day